0: Hello everybody, brand new set, Same Ugly Face is coming to you for Odds Brothers episode number 42. And yes, I'm still wearing my Cowboys gear, I do got hope, because Mm -hmm. why? It's a hopeful time of the year, Mark. Yeah, It is Christmas, almost, and uh, I'm ready for some damn football. Roll that beautiful bean footage.
1: Welcome to the Odds Brothers Podcast. Follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Now, here are the hosts
0: of the show Moneyline Mark. I'm not a smart man. And Point Spread Shane. Looks like I picked the wrong week. quit sniffing blue. Oh, good lord, everybody. Woo. Just wing that button around. Hey, not only a new show new set <laughs> evidently i forgot which input some things run, on but that's good about a live show or as live as you're going to see it right now uh once again we're broadcasting live everybody at the Bentley sportsbook inside southland casino and hotel in frigid 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 west memphis oh, Arkansas. i'm ready to put my
2: coat back on
0: just to give you guys up north uh, well mark and i uh came from up north years ago so this is kind of a typical winter day but down here it was 17 below zero wind chill last night. Low temperature of three degrees with uh, some snow. Uh, you don't get that very often down here. Matter of fact, last time it was this cold around Christmas time, 1989. Hmm. How about that for some? I wasn't states. even born yet. Yeah, okay. But not feeling any effects of this chill. At least yeah. just yet. Look at that background, Jake from uh, I'm, I'm guessing somewhere tropical Miami. Is that correct?
1: South Florida, coming to you guys live there.
0: (laughs) Looks great. What is the... Go ahead. Give us the weather report there.
1: Uh, We're looking about 72. Uh, Nice little chill breeze. Um, You know, no wind chill, but, uh, you know, some some nice (laughs) air.
0: Sounds a little chilly, though, to put on the old skivvies and jump in the pool, though.
1: 72.
0: Yeah. Yeah, We'll take it. We'll take 72. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) All right. Well, happy... uh, Holidays and Merry Christmas on the front end, hopefully in case we forget to get to it on the back end. Well, let's introduce them. T- tell us what you do, Jake.
1: Um, I am a analyst with the GameWise team down in South Florida. Um, we are uh, looking forward to our Ohio launch um, on January 1st and uh, looking forward to welcoming, uh, you know, some uh, some more players to the community, and uh, you know, hopefully, becoming their uh, their go to their go to uh, outlet.
2: And your favorite football team was?
1: Oh, uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect
0: answer on this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 0 for one. All right. Uh,
0: great to have you. By the way, you don't have a brother who works for State Farm, do you?
1: Uh, I, that's actually me. Um, <laughs> that's, you. that's your other job you do. <laughs> exactly. All right,
0: well, good deal. Today, uh, the three of us are going to go over uh, just a review of the bowl games that had happened to this point. Uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl all the way through the Lockheed Martin Arms Forces Bowl. See if Mark and I picked any of those correct. You'll see our faces at the bottom if we did. And then we're going to go over the bowl games. There's uh, about three or four of them. Going into Christmas because we will be back with Maybe you the day after Christmas? on uh, Monday the twenty sixth to go over all this, and we'll have a a ton of bowl games between basically day after Christmas and going through the first round of the semifinals of the college football playoffs. So, a lot, so of, a lot of good stuff coming up. So
2: Monday the twenty sixth,
0: yes, is an important show. It is a very important show for many reasons. One, I sure hope to hell I do not have to sing the song to this crap. Go ahead, Mark.
2: I, I hit it already. You must
0: have me. Uh, That that was on purpose. So, just in case you don't know what the the story is, Jake, we'll fill you in. Uh, Nick, an avid on the Bentley team there, he's an avid Philadelphia Eagles fan, and we had bet a a few weeks ago, actually quite a few weeks ago, that Dallas would take care of business at home against the Eagles, and if not, I would sing the Philadelphia Fight Song on Monday's podcast. (laughs) And in theory, he would have to do, well, wear a jersey, but I don't know if he'll be available on Monday if Dallas Somehow, I have a feeling that I'll be muted and uh, (laughs) shady-buttoned all day if it happens. Dallas gets Gardner Minshew instead of Jalen Hurts. That honestly does not make me feel a whole lot better, and we will get down to that when we get to the NFL uh, picks. So you guys ready to roll?
2: I'm ready. I'm ready for these delicious. Well, let's try that. There we go. Yeah, right.
0: It used to be that button, Paw. Yeah, but I switched that it up button. on. Yeah, new there set? you go. New set? New set. <laughs> All right, Monday's Myrtle Beach Bowl featured Marshall against UConn. Shocking, UConn never made anything. Uh, Marshall's given 10 and a what? half there. Yeah, UConn just gotcha. sucked. And yeah, gotcha. Sucks. I found it.
2: Make sure I'm on the right graphic.
0: They ended up covering there, not as easy as I thought though. Twenty-eight fourteen, but it was enough for that ten and a half, and then it it technically did go over uh, that forty and a half score there. I don't know if you even watched this game or knew what happened, Jake.
1: Um, Yeah, we, you know, we uh, tuned in for a bit. Um, You know, got ugly early, and uh, you know, Connecticut had a chance to go ahead and uh, and and get to the number there. Um, A holding penalty on the eight kind of cost them uh, towards the end there. The back door. Um, But, yeah, definitely, you know, a strong Marshall defense that came out kind of strong. Uh, UConn, you know, with a little turnaround, I thought they'd have a little bit more motivation going into this bowl game first time in a while. Um, But, yes, and Marshall took care of business there.
0: As expected. Yeah, so you see those two ugly mugs next to Marshall because uh, we had that one, Mark. And that's right. You, you for continue your streak. You only oh are,
2: my streak is hot on these couple bowl was, games. He was. He only
0: missed one last time, so that would be eight of nine to this point, I believe. Yeah, you wait. T- I got the graphic. Wait a minute. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl next. Oh, Eastern Michigan right. and San Jose State. Both of us on the Eastern Michigan side. Mm-hmm. Uh Not only did they cover, they flat out 141 to 27 here, easily doing the over as well at 53 and a half. Uh, Something about those directional schools in Michigan, they just are nothing but offense. Uh, And that that came out to be in this uh, bowl game as well. Yeah, I like Michigan. Remember I told you, Michigan? Michigan's been good to me all year long. Yeah, I remember when you thought this was actual Michigan Wolverines at first. Uh, I'll I'll take Michigan. It don't matter. Michigan, (laughs) Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan, Michigan Central, Uh, Michigan Junior High. And San Jose State rallied to get some points later. This wasn't really as close as even that 14 uh, showed at the end, was it, Jake?
1: No, I, uh, you know, it looked like San Jose was going to run away with it early. Um, you know, Eastern Michigan attacked him on the ground. Just that, you know, San Jose State had a tough time defending their run. Um, you know, Eastern Michigan, I believe Powell is his name, uh, was really slinging it through the air, um, had him kind of off guard there. And, uh, you know, once that Eastern Michigan team with, you know, a ton of uh, motivation behind their head coach, um, you know, got him for it looked like uh, it was going to be tough for San Jose State to uh, catch up there.
0: Yeah. Any more on that, Martin? That was your nap time I thought you said you were going to do. Still a winner, and those picks were still for free. That's right. <laughs> Let's not talk about the next one. Hey, if your roof's damaged by this latest winter storm, you can go to roofclaim.com, a retombo. Oh. I'm guessing. I'm, See, I really they do that. not pay us for any advertisement on the Odds Brothers, but uh, maybe they'll think about it after this. Liberty oh. at Toledo. I had Liberty. I thought Liberty was actually going to win outright, but I did. T- that's not how we play here. We use point spread. So no, I didn't put the score down. That four and a half uh, did cover. Yeah, it was nineteen to twenty-one or twenty-one nineteen, if you want to go no, with the winners. No. So Toledo no. did win, but did not cover, and it was woefully under that fifty-three and a half. They only ended up with forty total points here.
2: Oh no, mark face there. No, I was confused by the whole thing because I was expecting. Um, what was the team from Waterboy? What was the team there?
0: That's oh what I, yeah! What that, was that team from the Waterboy? That that's what I was expecting <laughs> to be Central in this bowl: Louisiana Tech, uh, <laughs> something like that. You're, they didn't have any high-quality H two O. No, so I was confused on even who to take. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> watch any of this one, Jake? I couldn't tell you a oh, single
1: stat from it. Um, I kind of like the under in this one. Um, you got two teams that kind of like to run the ball. Uh, Toledo, with the even with their quarterback. Um, who kind of got hurt in the first half of that game. Kind of switched to their, you know, their more pocket guy. Um, but Liberty likes to keep the ball on the ground. Uh, good defense, good front line over there. Um, so, like you said, Liberty, you know, covers the number. Toledo wins the game outright. Um, looked like, looked like, uh, you know, a, a good little matchup there. Uh, but I did not catch the the entirety of that one. It was uh, it was raining down in, in that day, and uh, you know, grimy game down there, dirty. So keep it on the ground. Stay out of there and uh and <laughs> about
0: now that their seasons are over, Limuimu and Doug can go back to selling insurance. All right, uh, Wednesday's bowl game at eight was the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl between Western Kentucky and South Alabama. Uh, interesting side story on this one: Alabama, South Alabama was favored by four and a half, and they basically got dump truck forty-four to twenty-three. Dump truck. Uh, Fifty-five and a half, the over went sailing over, but uh, really South Alabama didn't look like the team that should have been favored in this game, Jake.
1: No, I agree. Um, I think part of, uh, you know, the steam that came in on uh, South Alabama was due to um, Austin Reed planning to enter the transfer portal, then um, entering back uh, as a West Virginia student. Um, so once he kind of got in there and was listed uh, as probable for this game, um, you know, I think a lot of people started liking that Western Kentucky with those four Um the over kind of flew by pretty quick, um, you know, even with South Alabama not really doing much in the first half of that game offensively. Um, but it seemed like that game was kind of over by the uh, the middle of the second quarter there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't much fun to, to watch second half at all, unless you had Western Kentucky on the money line, or you did like a guy that we had here, Mark. The points weren't enough. He went ahead and teased it even further and, and actually cost himself some money. I mean, yeah. you don't know that at the time, but uh, obviously he, he didn't need any of those points as it turned out. Uh, last game on the uh, the review slate here was the Lockheed Martin Arms Forces Bowl with Baylor and Air Force. Baylor uh, was four-and-a-half-point favorites here, probably carried it by the name only, but Mark and I were not fooled by this. Yeah. Uh, Arm Air Force ended up winning 30-15. to 15. The over-under was 47-and-a-half, so you didn't quite get there for the over player. Uh, got teased you there. But Air Force ends the season at 10-3, and three, and isn't it appropriate that Air Force wins the Armed Forces Bowl here? Absolutely. So uh, our Air Force was actually uh, doing well all year. I mean, just in regular yeah. play. They, they just have not have many signature teams coming to get on the national radar. But Baylor, uh, I mean, I didn't think they – I thought it would be a better game. Let's just put it that way. Hmm. They-
1: Absolutely. I thought, thought Dave Aranda's defense come out and, and try to stop the run. Um, you know Air Force is kind of one-dimensional in that sense. Uh, they did throw the ball a little bit yesterday, which was nice to see. Uh, but you know what you're going to get from Air Force. You know, tough guys, ground and pound. Uh, good defense uh shaping you know didn't look as great as he did you know in that uh, tcu game and throughout the season so um you know air force kind of put this one away early some turnovers and uh, you know took advantage
0: yep and then uh you know sometimes you get a little worried when you pick games like this that these teams from the major conferences that sneak into a really bottom low tier mid bowl like they don't really care to be there they get the free gifts have the dinner and then they want to get on the plane and go enjoy the holidays. So uh, it looked like that was kind of what Baylor was thinking. Now let's just get this done with and go home.
1: I agree. I think lack of motivation or, um, or, you know, the amount of motivation for our team in the bowl game is a very interesting way to uh, go about capping that for sure.
0: Yes. All right. So let's get picking to some other bowl games that have yet to start. This yeah. one actually, by the time we're recording, this has been kicking or kicked off, but uh Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. The Independence Bowl has been around for quite a bit here. Louisiana Lafayette, a six and six teams at Houston, or Houston's designated home team, at seven and five. Houston's just over a touchdown favor. That's seven and a half. I hate that hook. Great job for you guys, always putting those hooks there. Um, and then forty or fifty six, sorry, fifty six and a half. The over under. Jake, what's your initial thoughts on this game? Who do you like?
1: Um, I am going on a straight uh, Dana Holgerson fade here. Um, Dana Holgerson historically covering in two of his nine bowl games. Um, don't really love that. Seven and a half is a lot of points. Like we were just discussed, a motivated Louisiana team. Um, you know, I think they keep this within the number. Um, I do believe Tank Dell will be playing in this one, um, you know, before he heads off to the NFL. And, uh, you know, I just wonder, you know, how how will how much willing he's, uh, he's going to be about going about his routes and, uh, you know, preserving his body versus, uh, you know, a guy – who, who knows he's going to be entering the NFL draft. So I kind of wonder what the motivation is behind this Houston team. I think uh, the ULL with a new coach, uh, first-year coach, I think they'll be pretty motivated to go ahead and get this done.
2: Yeah, Mark, what do you think? Well, I'm going to take uh, Louisiana. Yeah, you can uh-huh. grab the points. Yeah, I'm going to grab the points. And right now I'm plus 14.5.
0: Guy cheated. They're up seven right nothing. Oh, they're up seven nothing already. How Mark, nice. Well, let me have a double helping of you, Louisiana Lafayette, as well. Actually, I had that down before, and I also like the over in this game. Actually, I think it's going to go over the fifty-six and a half. So we're all on Louisiana Lafayette up seven nothing or fourteen and a half to nothing. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) see, we can pull that stuff too, Richie. Yeah, how about that? All right, 5.30 today, uh, Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl, whatever Gasparilla is, uh, Wake Forest 7-5 in Missouri, 6-6. and 6. We'll tangle there. Wake Forest, a slight favorite here, a point and a half, not much, over under 58 and a 58-and-a-half, Jake. Wake Forest was one of my uh, dark horse teams early in the year during college football. I was telling Mark I really liked the way they were playing early, and then about midway point of the season, they couldn't seem to win a game anymore. It was just crazy.
1: Yeah, it seemed like after that FSU game, uh, the season kind of uh, hit the uh, the peak there and uh, went straight downhill. Um, I actually like Missouri in this game. Um, you know, I think an SEC team getting points um, against an ACC team—I give me that all day. Um, I think this Missouri team is motivated. Um, I think they like playing for their coach. Um, they actually got their bowl eligibility against my Florida Gators, um, so yeah. you know that was, uh, that was that was pretty tough. But. Um, you know, I think Sam Hartman, um, I think it's his final game at Wake Forest. I think he's going to go ahead and transfer after this. Um, you know, like I wonder about his motivation here. Um, and I think, you know, I think Missouri is just – they're a tough team. I think they, they get it done somehow here. Um, you know, one and a half is, seems kind of like a weird line here. Um, and I think this game stays – you know, I think this game stays under. I think Missouri going to try to control time of possession and uh, keep it out of Hartman's hands. Yeah.
0: Mark?
2: Unfortunately, I'm going Wake Forest. Oh, okay. Hi, – I'm – I think that they're going to get it. I reason I say that is I think uh, they want to do it for that coach going out. So why not go out as a winner? I got a little you. bit
0: of motivation there. I've uh, Just haven't been a big Missouri fan all year long. So, Although they almost helped me in my incredible uh, – when I, when I picked them to upset potentially Georgia on the road.
2: I thought you were going to say Nebraska.
0: No, not Nebraska. That wouldn't be an upset <laughs> at all. But, uh, yeah, I, I was really in in kind of in – Thralled, I guess, that I thought I had a real good shot of Missouri taking off Missouri or uh, Georgia earlier in the year, and uh, I think they they're excited to be here. So I'm going to go with Jake here. I'm going to take Missouri. Basically, it's a who wins straight up game here. Yeah. Um, but I can see Mark's point. I yeah. mean, if, if if the players really respected the coach, they might put extra motivation to try to send them out a winner. Mm. But not going to be able to do it. No, I don't yeah. think that's going to be the case. All right, the 7 p.m. Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Middle Tennessee and San Diego State going at it, both 7-5 and five on the season. San Diego State just under a touchdown favorite here at six and a half, over under 48 and a half points. Jake?
1: Uh, give me middle, middle Tennessee State here. Um, big win against the University of Miami, the Canes killers over there. Um, so give me Middle Tennessee State here. I think they stay within the number. Uh, I think it's an ugly game, maybe, you know, 14-13, kind of low scoring here. Um, I like the under here as well Um, but give me six and a half in this spot Um, you know two I feel like two teams that are pretty evenly matched Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points here all right Mark
2: yeah I'm gonna that's a lot of points I think because I do believe it's going to be close and I and I'm going with Jake it's going to be under so because I'm getting the points give me middle Tennessee I mean if San Diego State does pull it out maybe by three uh, but you're going to give me those points. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, all three of us on Middle Tennessee here, they, they play hard. They're they're excited to be to a bowl, forget about it, and then and Hawaii to boot. So um, I don't think weather will be a factor out there on the Big Island. I haven't, I haven't taken a look at it, but it might look awful similar to what Jake's standing in right now. <laughs> all right, uh, that's Saturday's bowl game. On Monday, uh, since it will go off before we probably get to the podcast, I did put the Quick Lane Bowl here with New Mexico State and Bowling Green. They're both 6-6. Six and six. Barely eligible. Bowling Green, three and a half point favorite here, 47 and a half mm. Well, if you take a lot of your gifts back early in the morning, this is a perfect time for a nap, but I guess we'll pick it anyway, <laughs> Jake. What do you uh what do you like in this uh in that game? Uh
1: yeah, give me New Mexico State here. Um bowling green and uh, you know, a competitive Mac this year. Um, you know, had a couple big wins for their program, but uh you know, I, I don't know if I, I trust the quarterback play from Bowling Green. Uh, McDonald's been a little inconsistent all year and uh, New Mexico State I think, you know, keeps it on the ground, stays within the number and uh, maybe wins this game outright. But you know, three and a half in a game like this, um, I think I'm always gonna take the points in this in this kind of game. All
2: right. Oh, I do agree that this is oh, look you got a you get a notification. Great. All right. Um <laughs> I guess they can't see that just us, huh? Yes. All right. Anyway. I'm going Bowling Green only because of uh, wife's families there. That's it. That's how much <laughs> That's I think it. about this game.
0: I absolutely think nothing about this game. You only get that kind of in-depth uh, news and research from the Odds Brothers podcast.
2: <laughs> Just hope it don't hit.
0: I'm actually going to take Bowling Green for a reason, Jake. said They had a couple of good uh, wins in a competitive MAC conference, which in bowl games of this mid-tier magnitude tend to be the teams that win those games. Um Three and a half does scare me a little bit. I hate laying that half in this game, but I will do it. I really like the over in this game too. Now, there's not many teams in the MAC that can play defense, and last time I checked, New Mexico State probably doesn't much either. So, mm. uh, give give me the. I'm not even sure where this game's being played at to see if there would be a weather factor. To be honest, have any idea where this game's played at, Jake? Quick Lane Bowl?
2: No. No. To be losing? I don't know. He's frozen. Silly? He's there. He is. He's back. Are you there?
0: He's, he's back. Okay. I'm
1: here. I got a okay. little breeze right. uh, up. I'm back.
0: Yeah, you must have had a uh, five-mile-an-hour wind gust out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. That is your bowl game. So now we're ready for the NFL, including last night's recap real quick. On Thursday night, Jacksonville Jaguars continue their hot streak. Uh, they take care of the Jets. This game wasn't even good yeah, um, baby. for a lot of reasons for the Jets. One. Zach Wilson, that's probably the last you see of him in a Jets uniform. The second time he was benched, I don't care what Robert Sala says about, you know, they were trying to look for a spark. This is like the third time now they've given him a chance to lead a team, and they look like garbage pretty much every single step of the way. So, uh, Jets were actually favored there. They only mustered three points. Woefully under, I know there was some weather implications with some wind and rain, but, I'm telling you guys, in Florida anyway, I think Jacksonville turns around and actually wins now with Ryan Tannehill out at uh, the Tennessee Titans for the rest of the year, and they got to use Malik Willis. I think Jacksonville turns around and wins the AFC uh, South. What do you think, Jake?
1: Yeah, I think they've got a shot. I think uh, this game against Houston will be a good uh, measuring stick for the Titans for the rest of this season, uh, kind of see what Malik's got. You know, he was uh, pretty impressive. Maybe not on the stat sheet, uh, but keeping the Titans in the game against on prime time against the Chiefs, um, you know, to, to lose by three there, um, you know, and I think they had every opportunity to kind of win that game. So I think if the Titans get it done this week, uh, then kind of stick their nose in front. Um, but Jacksonville's coming, man. They're they're a good young team. They're feisty and uh, they play hard for Doug Peterson. They really do. They did. Mark any uh, thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, they play hard, but they'll they'll make the playoffs. That's about it.
0: That's about it? That's about it. <laughs> well, they get a home game, oddly enough. Uh, well, huh. AFC's got a couple of uh, possibilities there at the end, but long story short, that one's the winner of that division is probably going to be the fourth seed there. So the fifth seed currently on the outside looking in for the AFC has been the Miami Dolphins. The Jets were there for a while, and now San, San Diego. I'll say San Diego forever. L.A. Chargers <laughs> uh, would be the first contest for Jacksonville at home. Uh, most of those have an offense that can keep up and, and uh, to roll. Because that Jacksonville defense isn't as good as they showed last night. It's just Zach Wilson is that bad. Right. All, right. All right. All right. You guys ready to go for Saturday games? Keep in mind, with Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, the bulk of the NFL runs on Saturday or tomorrow this uh, week. And then there are three games on Sunday. And then your normal Monday night contest. So first one up is Buffalo Bills at the Chicago Bears the Bears. Lots of weather impacts from wind and very cold and to some cases snow here, especially when you get from Kansas City and all the games north of that line. This will be one of them current forecast for this game. 11 degrees, wind chill below zero. No snow expected uh, winds at 15 to 20, gust to 25. So Buffalo eight and a half point favorites here on the road at the Bears. 39 and a half the over under. Jake, what do you got on this one?
1: So, I like the Bears in this spot. Um, I think that the Bills coming off that, you know, tough game against the Dolphins, uh, similar weather conditions. I think both these teams are, are pretty accustomed to playing in uh, in some bad weather. Um, I think, you know, I lean to the under here as well. Um, I think the Bears are going to try to keep it on the ground with Montgomery, control time of possession, and keep Josh Allen on the sideline. Um, I think Fields especially, too, as a, as a, you know, primarily maybe as a runner, um, it kind of set up some stuff for him to kind of get out in space, maybe set up a play action class, uh, but I think eight and eight and a half points is a lot of points here. Um, you know, I think we're going straight off the, the name of, you know, the Buffalo Bills. I think it's uh, you know, I think the Bears would be a great uh, teaser option as well in this spot uh, try to get it out to about, you know, 15 16, uh, but definitely give me the Bears here and uh, you know, I lean towards the under. I think I think Josh Allen and those boys get it done, but uh, you know, the Bears the Bears stay within that number.
2: Yeah, I like the under as this as well. And I, and I agree with Jake. I think the uh, if the Bills do win, it's not by 8.5. So I'm going to go with Chicago because I think those are just too many points. I think both teams are just going to be running the ball. So that's why I'm going with the under on that.
0: Yeah, uh, Bears' defense is absolute garbage. They've letting, let it, pretty much everybody hang a 30-burger on them. Uh, but they've been surprisingly offensively with Justin Fields and the scrambling ability they've been in every game. And what's Buffalo been doing here lately? They've let every team hang around from Detroit, which actually I know they've been on a hot streak. Miami mm-hmm. held with them. Uh, the Jets had with them, or held them, what, 17 points and had a shot to win that. Like, they have not been blowing anybody out, yeah. Bills. So I'm with you guys. I'm going to take 8.5 here. Uh, that's a lot of points, even with the weather uh, factored in here. And I, I'm with you. I like a lot of unders. And this next game we're going to go to, I think the under has a piece of this already built. And this is probably the worst weather game out of all of them. Uh, Cleveland Browns and New Orleans Saints are expecting snow, winds thirty to forty miles an hour, <laughs> temperatures in the mid teens. Obviously, wind chills below zero here. Uh, Saints, believe it or not, they're just a game back potentially from the, the. They're a game and a half in reality, but a game back in the a- oh, NFC South in this case. And the Browns, well, they still ain't out of it either. At 6-8, and eight, they can still slide in if they run the remainder of their games and have uh, a couple of people choke up there at the end, namely the Jets uh, continuing woes. So Cleveland Browns in the snow. Both run games are probably going to be featured here. What do you think, Jake?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I like the Browns in this spot. Um, waiting to hear back on the status of Nick Chubb for this game. Um, regardless, they've got a good running attack back there. Uh, Kareem Hunt will take the, the majority if Chubb is sitting out. Um, and I think the Browns get there. Like you said, I think they do have a chance. Um, they need some help from at out the outside. But, the, you know, they've got a shot at the playoffs, so I think they'll be pretty motivated there. Uh, the Saints have been pretty inept offensively. Um, you know, Andy Dalton, I think you see uh, Taysom Hill play a role in this game. Uh, take some snaps, that shotgun, uh, set up some runs for him. But I'd expect you know a, a handful from Kamara, uh, Chubb, Hunt, and uh, you know like you said, I, I lean to the under here. I think this number is kind of low. Um, a couple you know bad turnovers could could push the over. You know maybe a fumble near the red zone for one team. Um, but yeah, I definitely lean towards the under. Um, I like Cleveland laying the three here.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like I like Cleveland as well. Um, I think they're going to run the ball a lot and i think that weather's going to be a huge factor for the saints so i'm going to go with cleveland not that i'll be watching this game cuz i really could care less about either one of these two teams but
0: <laughs> well i mean 32 and a half when it's this low i mean do you still take the under on this jake considering the weather yeah.
1: Yep. That's, what I, that's what I'm thinking. I, you know, I lean towards the under, um, but, you know, a couple bad breaks in this game, a couple bad turnovers could uh, could, could push this game over. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, with a team like the Saints, um, you know, the Browns can kind of get ahead early maybe, um, and then they'll just kind of control the time of possession there, slow the game down a little bit. Uh, with a team like the Saints that hasn't really done much offensively, um, you know, a 10-13-0 lead here can kind of put the uh, the Browns, you know, they can kind of put this game away early, I think.
0: Yeah, I'd like, even if it's Kareem Hunt, I think they're doing better there. Uh, Deshaun Watson, a little better quarterback than Dalton or Winston, if somehow he found his way in. And Chris Olave, which is really their only deep threat in the Saints, if they could put a ball up in the air, he's going to be out with his hammy. So uh, a lot of things lead to the Browns. Now, you may not know this, but I I can't say the name because I've been scolded once about maybe potentially giving uh, other folks some airtime, other betting sites. Yes. But this game was locked in the Betley app. There's was like was no line yesterday, no line today. What's the what's going on there? What are they waiting on to determine the line? Nick Chubb.
1: Yeah, I believe the uh, status of Nick Chubb is what's holding up that line. Um, I think you know if you if, he, if you could get under three here uh, before Chubb is announced in or out, um, I think you'd be getting some value there. Um, you know, obviously the key number of three. Try to get that two, two and a half there. I got um, but I think Chubb okay. plays in this game. Uh, I, I definitely like the Browns in this spot for sure.
0: All right, so that's probably it. If 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 they find out Chubb plays, it probably moves up to three and a half or something along that line. He's worth a half a point probably. All right, I think so. I got you. Good deal there. The next game on the dock, and this will be interesting, Houston Texans and Tennessee Titans. I say interesting only from the fact – oh, by the way, I took the Browns if I didn't give you a, a pick.
2: I was gonna say, I'll, <laughs> just, I'll just give you the loser on that <laughs> yeah, one. <here>. No, <laughs> give,
0: give, me the, give me the Browns. I like that one. Uh, Houston Texans won 12 and one twelve 12-1, but they've been playing some damn tough football lately. Uh, you know, when I sat there with the Cowboys and figured, my goodness, did we have a trouble beating that team? And then Kansas City went down and needed overtime to beat them as well. I mean, they're playing hard for a one twelve and one team for Logan Smith. I, I got to give it to him there. Tennessee now, Malik Willis is the starting quarterback. Now looking at this game on Saturday, temperatures in the mid twenties, so it's not bad. Uh, Precipitation free here, and then uh, for both teams that are probably going to run a lot of this, it ain't going to matter. Tennessee three and a half though. You going to give that up with Malik?
1: Yeah, I like the Titans in this spot. Uh, I like it a little bit more at three if you can get it there. Um, Malik's averaging five yards a carry. Um, You know, I think they kind of incorporate that run game, the quarterback run. Um, Obviously, King Henry back there. Um, You know, I think they can kind of thrash up that that, uh, Texans defense. Um, You know, Malik's only thrown the ball 38 times this year, so I don't think Brable's going to put him in a spot to have to throw the ball too much um, and I think they take advantage of, uh, of that, you know, having, the, you know, arguably the best running back in the league and, uh, you know, I think they get it done here. I think this is a, uh, a do or die spot for the Titans like we discussed with Jacksonville kind of creeping up behind them. Um, I think they're motivated here. I think Brable gets get them ready to go and, uh, you know, I think there's been a lot of talk about the, uh, the Texans kind of hanging in there um, and I think that kind of hurts teams. You know, when you when you got a chance to beat the Chiefs, when you got a chance to beat the Cowboys, um, you know, and you and you're still got one win up there. Uh, I think it can be a little, uh, you know, a little unmotivating for teams at times, and uh, you know, kind of kind of hurts, you know, taking the taking the loss there in uh, in Kansas City.
0: Well, keep in mind they got to make these games close. If you listen to everybody talk about how this stuff's rigged, right? So hmm. you know, Houston, yeah. play them tough, and but when it comes to winning, don't screw up my first round pick, my number one selection. Don't do that, hmm.
2: uh, Mark. I'm going Tennessee because I think with the weather impact, they're just going to run the ball. I'm not saying Houston can't stop it, but they're going to run it. The quarterback for uh, Tennessee is not going to be a factor. All he has to do is hand the ball off. Hand it off. Yep. That's all he's got to do. And I think uh, eventually that, that Tennessee will wear down the Texans all, uh, defense and by fourth quarter, boom.
0: So here I'm going to take a shot only because of that half a point here. I oh. think Tennessee ekes this out. But here's last time they played in Houston, guess who was the quarterback? Malik Willis. He threw for a whopping 55 yards. Derrick Henry's still there. He ran for an amazing 219 yards. So uh, I don't think Houston's going to have much. They're going to want to run, too, with this Driscoll-Davis-Mills kind of crap. Um, But long story short is lots of running, keeps games close usually, a lot longer. And then at the end, I'm going to take that half point and give me Houston here. All right. Yeah. There there is is, an, is, I, can't say I I do see an outside shot that they could somehow beat him with a turnover like I don't I don't know Tennessee's very vulnerable uh, vulnerable to the pass. Hmm. They're like one of the worst defenses against the pass in the league. Unfortunately, they don't have the quarterbacks to really take advantage of that too much. All right. All right. You say all right. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs and That's Seattle. Some tough games this week. Yeah, this is actually kind of a de facto maybe knockout game for Seattle. They really can't afford to lose this and still be in contention for the NFC playoffs here. They're 10-and-a-half-point dogs on the road at Arrowhead, which is a tough place to play anyway. 49-and-a-half over-under weather in Kansas City tomorrow. 21 degrees, winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, no precipitation. So not bad, a typical uh, winter game up in Arrowhead there, Jake.
1: Yeah, I like the Seahawks in this spot. Um ten and a half is a lot of points there. I kinda like this as a teaser leg as well. Um, if you're into that. Um I think the Chiefs with the inconsistency of Bucker as well. Um, you know, sometimes you take those three points for granted, even the extra point. Um he's been a little inconsistent this year. Um and ten and a half points, I think Pete Carroll keeps this team within the number. Um, you know, Geno's magical ride is uh is starting to come to an end here. So yeah. I think we, we get a fight from them. Um, but, you know, Nicole Hardman, Tony, they, they're kind of banged up. These guys are, are doubtful and, uh, and probable. So the Chiefs have kind of just been coasting all year. I think they get the, the job done at home, uh, maybe, you know, maybe closer to seven and a half, something like that. Um, but this is a lot of points here. Um, Seattle's kind of been reeling, um, you know, after that loss on Thursday night football. They're well rested. They've got plenty of time. So um, I, think they, I think they're, you know, well prepared for this game. I think Carroll keeps it within ten and a half.
0: All right. Get that dog out of the pool. <laughs> uh, Mark, are you, you taking the Chiefs? You I'm going boys? with the Chiefs. Oh, uh, I, I,
2: I do. I think that, uh, you know, with it being colder up there, I you know, I said what I say earlier this this year about Broncos. I said it didn't matter where. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Name? Yeah, Russell Wilson <laughs> went. I said Marcus Wilson, but I knew yeah. that wasn't right. Where he went, because they didn't do anything good at Denver. And uh, the quarterback at uh, Seattle is facing the same obstacles that if he had stayed with Seattle, he would be facing. Running for his life. I'm not saying Chiefs have a great defense, uh, but they will make those turnovers at home. And I think that's your, you know, I, I do think 10 is a lot. I mean, if this was 13, I'd be I'd be probably sliding to the other side. But 10 and a half, I think Chiefs do it by, by 13.
0: All right, I'm going to go ahead and take the 10 and a half with Seattle. All right. I've done it way too many times, and I even went against my – I took Kansas City last week knowing that I do not take double-digit favorites in the NFL. Just can't – just – Not going to be able to do it. Dang. So I'm not going to be able to do it this week. Are you either. sure
2: you don't want to go to Kansas City? Come on, flip it over to Kansas City, Paul. Nah.
0: But Kansas City could dump truck them. I'll give them that possibility. <laughs> but they just haven't – they haven't lately. They've been needing nah. overtime yeah. and last fourth quarter drives just to pull games out. Uh, granted, these have been on the road, but still. All right, Minnesota Vikings and the Giants. You know why I'm excited for this game, Mark? Because you don't like the Giants? I don't know. No. Remember, this is the battle of the two fakest teams in the NFL. I said the New York Giants were the fake ID of the NFL. Uh And I said the Minnesota Vikings was that brother that's two years too young to get into a bar but uses his older brother's ID to get into the bar. All right. Because they look alike. And they get to play each other here. Yeah, so somebody. So who's fakier? (laughs) make uh, here minnesota's four and a half point home favorites 48 and a half it will be in a dome obviously so no weather impacts here jake it would seem that minnesota should win this game but why do i get the feeling that somehow this is a good spot for the giants
1: yeah, I agree with you. Um, I don't know if they win this game outright. Um, but I do think they keep it within the number. Um, I don't really have a, a, you know, this is more of a lean for me, but I love the over in this game. Um, I think with all the, the headlines around wing Martindale and, uh, and the, the Vikings head coach, um, you know, being called Harry Styles here. Um, I think, I think they go, board even if it's late, uh, Kevin O'Connell probably wasn't too, too happy about that, but, uh, this team, this Vikings team is pretty interesting. Uh, they've got a ton of weapons. You see guys like Osborne uh, coming alive and Hawkinson, these guys. Um, obviously, Jefferson is incredible, and Dalvin Cook trying to turn the corner a little bit. Um, I think that, you know, and Daniel Jones historically has been a little bit better on the road, um, you know, not throwing as many picks as he does at home. Um, you know I, I give me the over here um, give me the over I think the Vikings kind of put up some points and, and kind of play fast um, you know the Giants maybe try to control time possession but if they're going to hang in here they've, uh, they've got to put some points on the board so give me the over here and uh, I, lean, I lean towards the Vikings um, if you can get four uh, probably like that a little bit more um, but four and a half you know if I've got to pick a side there I'm leaning Vikings
2: Mark? Yeah I'm going Vikings all day Vikings need this win, so I'm going Vikings. I think they win by seven.
0: Yeah, I don't know that they need it because they lock, They pretty much locked the NFC North, and they're not going to catch the Eagles more than likely for the top seed. And they're unlikely for Dallas to catch them either, although that's still in play. The, the one thing that I may, I picked Minnesota basically because uh fact that Jake brought up here, Giants are going to have to score points, and I think the most points they've scored all year is 20, maybe 22, something like that. What's that against Dallas? Mm, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I don't think so, though. I think they only scored 17. (laughs) But in any case, they're having trouble scoring points, and they need to put up probably 24 to 27 to win this game, and I have some doubts that they do that. Uh, I could see this cover. I could see Minnesota winning by four exactly and getting screwed by the hook, but I I already said Minnesota. Let's move on. Yeah, bet's in. All right, Cincinnati Bengals at the Patriots. Patriots, boy. Now, if you want to talk about a rebound spot after the dumbest play ever in NFL history last week, this would be it. Cincinnati is a a three-and-a-half-point road favorite, 41-and-a-half the over-under here. Weather up in New England, going to be kind of chilly. Temperatures in the teens, wind chills below zero, and there is some shot of precipitation on Saturday. Uh, Not a whole lot of snow, but there might be a little snow there, Jake. Who you got here in in this battle?
1: Yeah, I, uh, you know, coming off the, the, you know, like you said, the dumbest play of all time, um, I'm going to go with the Patriots here. I think they're going to be ready to go. Uh, I think Belichick is going to have them ready to roll. Um, the Bengals are a little banged up defensively. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, I believe is going to be questionable. Um, he's got a broken wrist there. Um, and I think this is kind of a letdown spot for the Bengals. This number seems kind of weird to me. And they've got Monday night football next week against the Bills. Um, Give me the Patriots here. Um, I lean towards the under. I think this would be a classic Belichick game. Uh, they'll get Ramondre Stevenson going and uh, keep Joe Burrow on the sidelines. Um, this number seems a little weird to me. I'm going to go with the, uh, the Patriots. I like it a lot at four, um, but give me three and a half.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm going Cincinnati. I don't think Bill and his crew are going to do anything different besides what they did last week. He's going to try something fancy and screw it up. But I'm going Cincy. <laughs> I like Cincy. I think Cincy's uh, uh, really kind of turned things around the last couple of weeks. I mean, earlier in the year, they looked good. Then they went down. You know, it's kind of like a roller coaster. And right now, I'm thinking they're on the uh, way up. I'm well, hoping.
0: I was going to say, can't go much further down after that play. Who? Cincy? Oh, I thought you were talking to No, me I'm with, talking Cincy. On that play. I, I, I'm going to take the Patriots yeah, only man. because of that half. I think Cincinnati might win this game by a field goal or less, but... Cincinnati wants to throw. I'm not sure the weather conditions are going to be suitable for that. And when you go down to the run games, and which run game do you like better? I like New England's run game better. So, keeps the game closer, longer. We talked about it. I like your under call, exactly. I think this turns out to be like a 21-17, 21-20, something in that range kind of game. 28-17. 28-17. Cincinnati. That's what you're saying? Mark it down. (laughs) That pick, America, is for free. Detroit Lions, the only team probably just as hot as Jacksonville right now. They made it to 500 this late in the year. That is amazing. They're at Carolina. I just got to say Sam Darnold, and uh, I'll leave it up to you. Detroit, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. When's the last time you've been able to say Detroit was a favorite on the road? And now it's 43-and-a-half over under. Carolina weather's going to be cold, but nothing uh, extraordinary to talk about here. Jake, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I like Carolina here. Um, Detroit a uh, uh, Dome team. Um, you know I think the weather might get to them a little bit, but I think this number's a little weird here. Um, Carolina is, has been hanging in there playing hard for their for their interim head coach. Um, I you know the, the Lions have been you know a little a little hot of late. Uh, probably shouldn't have won that game against the chess last week. Um, but, you know, they, they, they play hard for Dan Campbell. And, uh, you know, I, I think this, this game maybe, maybe give me the over here, uh, but I love the Panthers in this spot. Um, I think the Lions kind of defense is, is uh, you know, a little susceptible some points. Um, I think Darnold kind of runs around, gets out of the pocket and makes some things happen in this game. Um, but, yeah, give me Carolina here. And, uh, and uh, I think they win out right here.
2: All right. Oh, Marcellus. boy. Yeah, I like Detroit. I think they're going to put a whooping on Panthers. Two and a half is way low, I think. I think they win by
0: 10. Uh-oh. Hey. By 10. All right. We got an odds brothers boost alerts. <laughs> if you're willing to give up nine and a half on Detroit, let's boost those odds, baby. Get it in there. Let me put my note down. There I, we go. I do like Detroit as well. Uh, it's something about hot teams right now, and they're playing the best. And we saw what happened with Jacksonville last night. On the road, even bad weather, a Florida team going up there, and they basically laid the wood to the Jets. It's about quarterback play, and I think Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold, oh, wait a minute, yeah, they both played for the Jets at one time. So uh, both of them high picks, and both of them searching for dumpsters because they're both going to be discarded at the end of the year. (laughs) Atlanta Falcons against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson will be out one more game at least. So Huntley is uh, healthy enough to play in this game, though. Baltimore, six-and-a-half point favorites at home. 34-and-a-half, though, over-under. Once again, same story, cold, little wind, but precipitation should be out of that area by tomorrow at game time. Jake, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I like the under here. Um, I think that experienced Ravens defense, um, is going to make uh, make Desmond Ritter's day uh, a long one. Um, you know, the Falcons do keep the ball on the ground with Patterson, Algier, and those guys. Um but I like the Falcons in this spot with the points. Um, the Ravens have kind of been inconsistent all year. Um, you know, they've, they've got a great coach, but um, without Lamar, this team is very beatable. Uh, I think the Falcons keep it within uh, within six and a half. If you can get seven, I love that. Um, I think this is another great teaser like here for the Falcons. Um, and, you know, I, I think they keep it close here. Um, the Ravens haven't really shown that they're, they should be six and a half point favorites against anyone this season. So uh, give me the Falcons here, um, you know.
2: Well,
0: you know where I'm going with this, don't you? Yeah, Atlanta, because... I win. You win either way. That's right, right because I win. If they cover and if they don't, you know a friend that uh, really loves the Falcons, yes. you just give him crap all day long That's and you right. win the other way. That's right. Yeah, That's why I pick Falcons. This this one, uh, <laughs> out of all the games on the sheet, this is the one I didn't like the most to pick because oh. I could see both scenarios happen. Um, I'm going to go take Baltimore there and, and go. hope that... Uh, well, they, they stayed close with... Uh, New Orleans last time they played Atlanta with Ritter his first game. I think getting one game under his belt's good, but I don't know that Baltimore is the place that he's going to excel all of a sudden. Um, And the run game, if you just looked at run games only, I like Baltimore's run game better than I like Atlanta. So it's going to be close. I do like the under call, but I think Baltimore does win this by a touchdown right on the nut. And you just barely get over that line. That's what I'm hoping anyway. All All right. Late afternoon games. There's two of those. Uh, Washington at San Francisco will be the first one to kick off Washington at seven, six and one, kind of in a spot where they don't necessarily need to win this game, but they got to win two out of three, I think, in their last three to get in the, the playoffs San Francisco. Another start from Brock Purdy. They're ten and four. San Francisco under a touchdown favorite here at six and a half. Thirty-seven and a half the over-under,
1: Jake. Yeah, I like the, uh, I like the commanders in this spot. Um, you know, if Heineke does get the start, um, I think he's fighting for his job and this is a team that's fighting for its playoff hopes. Um, if Wentz gets the start, um, you know, he's looking to resurrect himself as, a, as the, as the, starter here. Um, give me the under here. I think, uh, maybe the Purdy mania stops here. Uh, this is a really good commanders defense. Um, and you know, I, I think maybe San Francisco is, uh, focusing on getting to the finish line, um, and getting to the playoffs healthy. Uh, getting their guys ready to go. I think they ultimately win the game. Uh, I think the Commanders keep it close, maybe lose by three or four. Um, but I lean the under here. Uh, this is a low number. Uh, There's two teams that like to run the ball, um, and you know, just based off the rushing attack, we got Brian Robinson and, and Antonio Gibson on one side, um, and obviously McCaffrey on the other. So I think I think this is an under game, um, and I do like the Commanders on a teaser leg as well. Uh, try to get that out to 13 and a half, 14, if you can get the uh, the seven. So. Woo
0: teaser alert he's teasing it what about mark
2: now you know i like purdy so i'm sticking with him because you know how much i don't like the other quarterback that you know i'm not saying (laughs) i'm glad he's hurt but i'm glad he's not playing for 49ers so i'm going to go with them Uh, garoppolo garoppolo um i'm not a i'm not a washington commode fan at all so (laughs) uh i hope that they go out there hello I hope they go out there and, and lay a little whooping to them. Um, I think San Francisco Purdy wants to prove himself. I, I think it's going to go over. I think uh, Washington, I'm hoping. I shouldn't say I'm thinking. I'm hoping Purdy can find a way to exploit the commander's defensive uh, uh, backs back there in the in the backfield. Hope. Yeah. And if he can, that's going to push that score past 37 and a half. Both teams score. I'm not saying San Francisco's got a killer defense either, but both teams score. Yeah, I'd say 49ers win by a touchdown.
0: By a touchdown. I'm hoping that. I'm just why I'm taking San Francisco. I know Chase Young's coming back, so that'll be good for the defensive front. So here's what I got for you. All right. Uh, The the teams that have done the best against the commanders and have beaten them have all had one thing pretty much in common. They've had mobile quarterbacks, which Brock Purdy is. Mm -hmm. Number two, uh, they get tore up in the secondary more often than not. I think Christian McCaffrey has the edge over either Brian Robinson to catch those screen passes to get out of the way of that offense or defensive line that's rushing and do some damage there, and then at the end of the day, who do I trust more, the defense of San Francisco or the defense that just lost to the Giants pretty bad last week? And I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to take San Fran here. Oh, boy. I don't think this will be an embarrassing whooping by any stretch, but I do believe that Washington's going to find out. This is going to be the first really good defense they've played all year. I mean, really good, front to back, and uh, Heineke's – that's not where he excels. That's where he ends up being benched for the next guy. So we'll see. Now the real game,
2: plus I really
0: can't pick them what? anyway if any have figured
2: Oh, out oh sorry. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, I hit that wrong button.
0: Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles at the Cowboys prediction, it'll be the highest rated show and sports programming of the entire season so far oh boy 13 and 1 at 10 and 4 you got gardner Minshew at quarterback and uh dallas four and a half point favorites. so 46 and a half the over under here jake everything tells you that philadelphia in a way seems like they don't really need this game but trust me against dallas on national tv like this they want to take this one with them even if they don't need it they want to they want to knock uh, it out what do you think
1: yeah, I, uh, I think this is an interesting game. Um, I'm kind of intrigued at the drop-off on the points um, with Hurts being ruled out and gardner Minshew coming in. Um, I don't know if it's as drastic as the, the numbers kind of swung. Uh, I think gardner Minshew's is arguably the best backup quarterback in the league. I mean, he played pretty well last year um, in his couple starts. Yep. Um, I think this game goes over. Um, I think the four and a half is a little little scary there on Dallas. Um, I think maybe at a, a four number, um, I kind of like that. But I think this Eagles defense is really good, um, and I think they they kind of hold Dallas in check. Uh, you know, the, the two-headed monster back there for the Cowboys pretty hard to stop. Um, but this Eagles defense seems pretty uh, pretty stout, and uh, I think they go out there and play hard. Um, like you said, seems maybe like the Eagles kind of want to, you know, just just get this game over with, and uh, and the same similar uh, mindset as the as the uh, Niners, excuse me, um, just kind of cross the finish line, get to the playoffs, and and, and move on. But I like the over here, um, and, you know, I kind of like the Eagles on, you know, you can tease it out to double digits. Um, but at the four-and-a-half four number, I, I think I'm going to go with Dallas there.
0: Hey, yeah, man, if I could get the Eagles at plus 25, I'll take them too. Switched it around. <laughs> oh. Oh. So what do you got, Mark? I know. Uh, huh? I mean, I, you know I, I really don't know which way you're going to go on this one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to guess which way you're going to go, but well, I, let I me really don't. Well, you, know let me tell you. Did
2: we talk about the Atlanta Falcons game?
0: Yeah. Well, it's the same theory here on the Dallas game. So if you win, you win. Yeah. And if you lose, you win. Right. So it. I Dallas. know somebody that
2: likes Dallas. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. So yes, I am taking Dallas. No, I think that uh, I don't think Philadelphia tries that hard on this game. And apparently everybody's so scared to sit up on this stage, all these Philly fans that wanted a piece of you. And yet all shows year up. long.
0: Yep, nobody shows up. And
2: there's nobody showing up. Wearing mm-hmm. Philly's gear, touting. <laughs> so that tells me something. That tells me they're scared.
0: They're scared. So I went with Dallas. So, Minshew can scramble, not as good as Hurts. Dallas has had some trouble with scrambling quarterbacks. See Trevor Lawrence last week. See Jeff Driscoll the week before. Well, Don't tell me you're taking Philadelphia. No, I can't take Philly because I think they're actually up for this game. And my next point would be, when you look back at what Dallas has done, they lost to Green Bay in embarrassing fashion, came to Minnesota and put a 40-3 whoop stick on them. I think that Jacksonville, even though I don't consider embarrassing anymore, at the time the only embarrassing part was they were up 17 in their their house and lost that lead, but I don't think losing to Jacksonville was necessarily embarrassing, but I think they got a lot of crap from it. They've heard it all week, and I think they're ready on this one where they know the entire nation is watching this game that day that they're going to try to lay a whoopstick on them. T.Y. Hilton's going to have his first game here. Uh, James Washington with Gallup and C.D. Lamb and Zeke and Pollard. They are 100% healthy, and I think they win. I don't think it's going to be a whoopstick, but I am going to lay the four and a half. I think they win by 10 to 13 when the the last garbage touchdown by Philly gets scored with like 30 seconds left in the fourth. And I sure hope in the damn hell, even if I didn't cover the four and a half, they at least win by one point, so I don't have to sing that damn fight song on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) For the love of God, please. (laughs) <laughs> the more interesting thing is uh, on this game is really how hurt is hurts to be honest with you because Minshew is good enough but if dallas does win and make it possible to where philly's got to win one of the last two games in order to maintain that seed and minnesota keeps winning it might get a little interesting at the very end and that last week uh 18 all right saturday night game the raiders and the steelers both six and eight here both technically not out of the race in the NFC, but I, or AFC, I mean, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out. They're not getting in the playoffs, neither one of these teams. Wow. Pittsburgh's two-and-a-half point fa- – oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jake.
1: Oh, but right I, think, I, think, I, think, I think he even knows. I think he even knows. After I took the Cowboys.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, you don't know who I'm going to take. Uh. I'm just saying neither one of those teams are getting in the playoffs. 37-and-a-half over under. Uh, Saturday night's Steelers, uh, 11 degrees – Wind chills around five below. No real precip, though. So basically, typical Pittsburgh Steelers football weather. Jake, what do you got?
1: Yeah, this is a low number um, for a team like the Raiders that does score, a, you know, a ton of points. Um, I think that Tomlin, um, amid the you know the Franco Harris passing, um, this is going to be the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Uh, the Steelers crowd is going to be really into it. Um, I don't love the fact that they're laying two and a half in this spot, um, but give me the Steelers. Um, And, you know, the initial thought on this game is it's a little low. Um, You know, maybe we go with the the over here. Um, But if I, you know, I don't really think I'll, you know, I don't have a strong opinion on this one. Um, I think maybe it stays under. Um, The the Steelers try to control time of possession, keep the ball in Warren and uh, Najee's hands, and try to set Kenny pick it up with some easy throws coming off of a the IL. So um, give me the Steelers here, laying the two. And, uh, you know, I think I think they need this one. Uh, they're going to have the crowd behind them, um, you know, and, and, you know, with everything going on this week, give me the Steelers. That's
0: odd. Steeler fan took the Steelers. Mark, how yeah, about
2: you? I'm going with the Steelers. I think they're going to play well at home against the Raiders. Uh, I think, look at that. There you go. Steeler gear. Oh, man. Where's There's that, that terrible, terrible towel? Yeah, where's that at? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with Steelers. I think they beat the Raiders at home. Um, I think the Steelers are looking decent against the Raiders uh, in this matchup. Um, I'm not a huge Raiders fan. Uh, I think they messed up when they got rid of their coach. Uh, was that last year, a year before? Gruden? Gruden? Gruden. Oh, that
0: was a couple of years ago, but yeah.
2: Yeah. That was our best shot. So you the Raiders on
0: the Steelers. Take the Barnes team. Come on.
2: Let me place that bet for you. Yeah. Do it. Do uh, it. Give me the –
0: Give me. Give me, give me the Steelers.
2: Oh! <laughs> now I can't
0: take the Raiders, man. They're too iffy. At least I know what kind of football I'm getting out of the Steelers. I don't know what I'm getting out of the Raiders from week to week. They can score 30. They can score 13. Devontae could have 14 receptions and three touchdowns or one reception for 13 yards. I just have no clue what Raiders team's going to show up, and when I do that, i got to go with the known. Although I can see the Raiders winning this game, too, in a close one. I mean, it's... They played some good cold snow games before in the past. See the Patriots butt fumble? Or, I'm sorry, the open hand,
2: yeah, what? whatever,
0: uh, tuck rule. There you the go, tucker. the tuck rule. Ask the Raiders fan about the tuck rule. Well, I They'll out yeah.
2: their lid. Steelers win by three in overtime. Oh, nice call. <laughs> Bonus football on a Saturday night.
0: All, All right. right there. Yeah, yeah. Three games. You get a morning or a noon, an afternoon, and a night game on Sunday for Christmas. Green Bay Packers and the Miami Dolphins kick things off down there in Jake Land. Miami is four and a half point home favorites here, 49 and a half. Hmm. They need this win in the worst kind of way to get back on track. And the Packers, for some reason, seem to think they are still in the hunt, which I'm going to let them know. No, you're not. But that ain't going to mean they're not going to try to win this game. Jake, what do you think?
1: Yeah, this this number, uh, 49 and a half, I like the over there. Um, I think McDaniels uh, is going to get these guys ready to roll, throw the ball, take advantage of this nice weather down here. Um, And I think Rodgers and the Packers do as well. Um, You know, just going from Lambeau uh, to Miami, I think the receivers are going to be a little easier to catch the ball. Um, The way the offense was moving uh, last week for the Packers, they just look kind of, you know, hitting their stride there. Um, you know, like you said, they, they really need this game for their playoff hopes. Um, and as of Miami, I think both of these teams' defenses are, are uh, you know, the secondaries can be exploited a little bit. Um, you know, the run defense isn't great either. Um, give me the over here. And uh, on the side, I think four and a half is just a lot uh, for Rodgers. Um, you know, I think Miami wins the game ultimately, but, but give me the Packers four and a half.
0: All
2: right, Marcellus. I'm going Packers, too. What I noticed last week is that it seems like the Packers, uh, that uh, Aaron Rodgers is really getting that connection with those rookies. a lot. Yep. As the more games he plays with them, the better they seem to be getting on the same page. And you just see that. I mean, yeah, that's the very end of the game. The one receiver didn't look over at him. As he gave him a signal with his arm. But, uh, you know, they'll catch on to that. But, I mean, every, everything else seemed like they were clicking together last week. So I'm going to stick with the Packers.
0: I think home cooking is going to do a world of wonder for Miami. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points. I'm going to go ahead and take the dolphins. I mean, they've been on the road for three weeks, almost a month now. They were at San Francisco, went to LA, went to Buffalo, and now they finally get home. And uh, offensively, I just think they got more of what I call Whoa. the big play firepower. But I do think Green Bay keeps it close. The best bet of this whole thing is you're over, Jake. I, I love the over on this one. Hmm. To me, this is 35-28, 35-31, something crazy like that. And, uh which would be great for a Christmas day after your gifts are open to just sit there and watch a bunch of offensive football happen, right before you take a nap. Because that's yeah, exactly what you're going to need. That's exactly nap, what you're going to need to do when you watch the late afternoon game with the Denver Broncos and the L.A. Rams. <laughs> Both four and ten dumpster fires. You got the dookie. There's the dookie. Oh, yeah. I got the
2: dookie ready the famous to go. This
0: dookie emoji comes out for this one. Denver <laughs> with Russell Wilson expected to start as a two and a half point favorite on the road, 36 and a half. I guess who cares? But we'll pick it anyway. Jake, what do you got?
1: Oh, man. This is the uh, the spend time with your family Christmas game special. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The Denver Broncos in this spot. I'm going to lay the two and a half. Um, I think the Baker Mayfield uh, run is, is uh, you know, starting to come to an end there, um, you know, if it ever, if it ever began, um, I think the under here, 36 and a half, uh, the Rams keep it on the ground, Broncos keep it on the ground. I think Russ coming off that injury, um, set him up with some easy screen plays, uh, you know, hand the ball off, kind of get him rolling a little bit. I think Denver wins in a route. Um, and give me the honor here. I I don't see the Rams scoring too many points on this uh Broncos defense, pretty stout.
2: Yeah. Mm. Mark. Well, I'm going with the Rams. I know
0: I was going <laughs> to say you say you could never take the Broncos, but I thought this might be the game. This can't
2: be the game. I I think uh uh well, I can't why can not I remember his name? Cuz he runs Mayfield? No. Oh. He
0: runs for his life. Oh, uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Not Marcus Wilson.
2: Yeah, that's why I get stuck. Anyway, <laughs> St- he doesn't need to run for his life. He's still just going to run because he's got happy feet, and that's going to throw a pick. And I think I think the Rams win by three
0: straight out. Oh, he's going to take no points. No. Um, right. For this game, I am. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson versus Baker Mayfield. I guess I will take Russell in this one, but not by much. Mm, see, I think Offensive Baker's- skill players slight lean because everybody's hurt on denver you got tutu atwell and a bunch of guys that i thought were bagging groceries last week catching footballs from baker mayfield let that sink in for a second and then they do have cam Akers. so i long story short lots of running this game which will be good for everybody because it gets the game done quicker but two and a half i i do think i do think denver wins this game by four to seven points probably something gross
2: I I, yeah, I agree. Go, I agree with both of you that we will be sleeping during this game. If you're eating turkey, of course I got a lot of ham.
1: <laughs> going off a straight coaching here seems kinda of weird to uh lay points with hackett against McVeigh, but yeah. you know, I think the uh I think the Broncos maybe winning a route here, maybe it's the the highlight of their season. So give I me think the Broncos.
2: That, if they were playing at home I think the highlight is with their chant.
1: Yeah, we drink our own pee.
0: Yeah, they drink the their one? own pee. Yeah,
2: right. yep, that's it.
0: By the way, for all you split families that, you know, may have been divorced and have kids with other uh, baby mamas and daddies, you might want to time them to come to your house right about 3 o'clock Central for this game, and you won't even worry about how long it takes to open gifts. Just catch the score on the back end of that one. All right, Sunday night game, not much better, but Tampa Bay is still trying to struggle for their life to even get in the playoffs. They're 6-8 and eight against Arizona, who's going to turn to... Trace McSorley, for all you Penn State fans, uh, as quarterback. Tampa Bay, seven-and-a-half point favorites here, 40-and-a-half. I just – everything screams here that Tampa Bay should easily win this game, but they haven't been able to easily beat anybody, no matter who it is all year. Jake, what do you got?
1: Yeah, that Bucs defense um, is pretty good. Uh, The run game's been pretty inconsistent. Uh, Last week in that third quarter, that Bengals game, uh, the ball didn't cross the uh, fifty of the uh the Bucks. So um or, or or stayed on their side of the field the entire third quarter, I should say. Um that was a sloppy game. I think four turnovers in that third quarter. Um I don't typically like backing any Cliff Kingsbury uh coach teams. Uh but give me seven and a half here. I agree with what you said. This seems kinda weird. it seems like a, a, a game that the Bucks should win by twenty one. Um but I think they get it done ultimately. This is this is an under all day for me. I think James Conner kind of dominates the uh, the offense for the Cardinals. Um, and like I said, I don't really trust Cliff Kingsbury here, but give me the touchdown and the point um, and give me the under here.
2: All right, Mark. Yeah, I'm going to go Bucs. Uh, I think that they have something to prove, and I think Arizona has nothing in their tank. And if they get the Bucks, you know, well, you've you heard me say this before, if they can't do it here, come on. I, I, you know, I yeah, think, Arizona
0: just got beat by the damn Denver Broncos of all people. So yeah,
2: so I, I think the Bucks do get it done, even though they're, you know, not at home. But I, and it's going to be like, oh, Tom is great again. No, he's not. He's playing the Cardinals.
0: <laughs> yeah, if I was if I was betting this, I would try to shave it to six and a half or seven at least, so I could try to push this thing because I think Tampa Bay wins this right around a touchdown to ten points. So it makes me a little nervous to take them. You taking the Cardinals? No, I'm taking Tam- Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. It. it will not be a pick six selection for me. But um, you said it was going to be your pick of the week. It should be. Let's see, Brady versus McSorley, definitely Brady. Chris Godwin and uh, Mike Evans against basically Dish DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Brown. I'll still take the Tampa side of that. James Conner versus Leonard Fournette, eh, even. And then offensive line, they both stink. <laughs> I mean, everything tells you this should be a close game anyway, but Tampa really needs this game. Arizona really don't care, I don't think, most of them. They're, they're already looking to be in a place like Jake right now in yes. about three weeks. Yep. All right, last game. Not Boom. pick six eligible on Monday night. The Chargers and the Colts. The Colts are turning to Nick Foles for supposedly the last three games of the year. LA's favored by four and a half on the road. 45 and a half the over-under here. Justin Herbert, get this thing done in Indy there, Jake.
1: Yeah, I think ultimately the Chargers win out right here. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take the points with the Colts. Um, I think Nick Foles... Kind of fighting to resurrect his career a little bit, or whatever's left of that, um, and step in there and quarterback the Colts for the rest of the way. Um, I like the under here. A banged up Chargers team on defense, um, and the Colts have a pretty good defense. But I think, like you know, most of these games are going to be kind of dominated by the run game. Um, Eckler's too good to not give him the ball. You know, 25 to 30 times a game. Um, and the Colts, you know, with getting, they're going to get Foles acclimated, uh, get him, get him going on second and short, third and short. So I think they're going to run the ball a little bit, uh, set him up for some, some big play action plays, and try to keep this within the number.
2: Mm, yeah. boy. Oh boy!
0: Oh, Mark,
2: I'm going Chargers. I don't think Nick Foles got anything left in his tank, so I'm going to go Chargers. Uh, yeah, he'll do some play action and stumble over his feet and fall down. So that's that, uh <laughs> I think the Chargers, even with, even with being, being banged up, should be able to pull this out. I don't think it'll be a whooping, but uh, maybe a touchdown.
0: Yeah. Maybe um, six. Yeah, there's two ways this can go based on last week. When you're a team that was part of the biggest comeback in NFL history, but not in the greatest way, in a way, you're going <laughs> to be known as the team that blew a 33 nothing lead, and now you're at home. I think you're mad enough as a man to come out and just be pissed off, I think, here. I think this is a shot where Indy might upset uh, – the Chargers at home. They've got the formula that can do it because they can run the ball in theory. And I think Nick Foles has got a lively arm, can move a little bit, and they still have Michael Pittman, Alec uh, Pierce. They got enough weapons to keep this thing close and competitive. So I'll take the four and a half in the Colts, but I really think this is a spot. I would not be shocked to to watch it at the end and see Indy on top at the end. Hmm. So that will be my uh odds brother's uh Money line boost special if we can get it up to the boys in time. Take the Colts.
2: Special. Straight up
0: especially. Oh boy. All right. There's your NFL action and the bowl games for this week. Everybody, once again, we'd like to invite you to watch us. We're broadcasting from the Betley Sportsbook inside Southland Casino racing and hotel. At least racing for another week. Make sure you bring your coat today. Yeah, bring your coat. Gloves, even indoors. It's hat, a little chilly in here today. Some um,
2: boots booths <laughs> and hopefully our
0: picks will warm this place up because now we're in time for the pick six like subscribe do all your stuff on our facebook if you will get the word out and then of course the uh, podcast available on your oh, normal channel
2: hang on before we get to the picks let's try throwing something up here right. so we can see how oh, you want to see the current standings yeah, if i can find it you know i label this stuff and can't ever find it later
0: I know. The only guy that wears glasses except when he really needs to see something. Well, that had nothing to do with
2: seeing. I, I just got to figure out where I put it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Is it this one?
0: There it is. Oh, Hey-o. there's your stats so far. All right. Yeah. The pick six game out of uh, 80. Four possible points? Is that it, what you're saying? That's what so I'm saying. Weeks. Okay. Yeah, yikes is so 12 right. weeks. Uh, 55 and a half for me, 40 for Mark. Our uh, locks of the week are our best bet of the week. Uh, 18 out of 25 for me. Mark finally fell below the Mendoza line of 50%. Yes. Got to get up there.
2: Um, oh, yeah, this week. And then
0: uh, is that NBA even accurate? The NBA is accurate. Out of 13 games that we've uh, been tracking. Eight for me and 10 for you? That's right. Well, congratulations. Bowl game, seven out of uh, 13 yep. for me, nine out of 13 for you. And our then top uh, our top picks, the most we've scored is five in any given week. And then you can see I did update the food voucher since yeah, you were so crying about Mark's it. Mark's cost the company 225 in food. <laughs> I've uh, cost the company $125. i am saying it's an appearance fee. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there we go. All, All right. right. As our guest, Jake, uh, which order would you like to go in for the picks? You can go first, second, or third for your pick six. Oh, shoot. Hmm. I'll, go
1: ahead and, I'll go ahead and go
0: second. You plan and go second. All right, All right. Mark, on, what, what do you want to do? Because I know you're fiddle-facking around on that board, and uh, yeah, well, sometimes well, you got yours already in and want to go, and sometimes you
2: don't. Yeah, I do have it already in, so let's go ahead and see if I can get mine to pop up here, and uh, you there. can talk about that while I try to get this oh, other session set up and go.
0: All right, so Mark says he's going to take himself some Tennessee Titans action there on Saturday. Uh, Tennessee Titans are three and a half point favorites, so he's taking them at home. Vikings, he's taking at home too, giving up four and a half. The Bengals on the road, I, I sense a uh, favorite action going here. Uh, he's going to give up the three and a half up there in Foxborough. Oh my God! That's right. The Lions are your best bet. That's right. Actually, I do like that at minus two and a half, and it makes me throw up every time I think of it. But good. Uh, having the Lions as your favorite. You're going to have the 49ers. You're laying the six and a half at home against yeah. the Washington Commanders. And then there's That's the right. Cowboys laying four and a half. And why did I pick the Cowboys? Because you win either way. Because I win. If they cover you in and if they lose you in. <laughs> yeah, I got that. So, realistically, you look, not a single uh, underdog on Mark's ticket. So, the favorite's looking to reign supreme in Mark's world. Reign supreme. Look like. All right. All right. So, there we got him. Now, uh, your lock you already put up there for Lions, that's worth two points for those at home. Every one he gets right's worth one. The lock is worth two. And we'll get to those uh, results on Monday. Let's see if All I right. got the right one here. All right. You ready? All right, Jake, go ahead and give us your pick
1: six. All righty. I'm gonna go with the over in Minnesota.
2: Hang on a second. Just hang on. Just point spreads, no over under oh. Tiger. Yeah, we just go point <laughs> spreads here.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm you gonna. Need, go ahead you need and a go. minute,
2: or you want you yeah. want Shane to go three
0: ahead and
1: go? Three and a half there. Um, give me New England plus three and a half.
0: All right, hang on a second. Your first one you broke up a little bit. Who you taking? Your first Titans
1: pick? minus three and
0: a half. Uh, Titans minus three and a half. You got it. All right.
1: Let's go with the uh the Browns minus three. The Patriots plus three and a half. The Patriots oh, plus yeah. whoa, whoa, and plus three
2: and All right. England what? New England's what?
0: New England's plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. Oh, yeah. okay. He, All right. Sometimes they have trouble typing. Yeah. All right. Who else we got? <laughs>
1: No worries. I'm going to go Carolina plus two and a half as Ooh. well. straight
0: up
2: against plus, Mark. Carolina plus, two and, plus and two and a half. Yep. Wait, wait. I think I accidentally gave him three and a half. Let me correct that. <laughs> Get that pronto. All right. All right.
1: Seattle plus ten and a half. Okay. Um, I'm my best bet there. Plus, oh, plus, plus ten, and, 10 a and a half, and
0: his best bet, Marcellus. He's going with the double digit rule and making it his best
1: bet.
2: That sounds like something you might do. I might. All right.
0: All right.
1: What else you got? Let's go ahead and go with uh, my Pittsburgh Steelers to get there. Minus two and a half um, to round out my pick six.
0: Hmm. All right. There's a lot of action going on there. There is. All right. So to recap Titans uh, minus three and a half at home. Browns minus three at home. New England getting points at home. Three and a half. Carolina is getting points at home as well. Seattle getting a lot of points on the road at Arrowhead and then the Steelers to finish things out at home, minus (laughs) (laughs) 2.5. All right. All right, so there there we got it uh, for the high risers this week. Uh, Mine. Oh, boy. You ready, Marcellus?
2: Let me find your name on here. Okay, I'm ready. All
0: right, first thing I got, give me Cleveland Browns, minus 3 at home. Uh, I think New Orleans. Don't want to be in the weather for one and two. I just think uh, Cleveland's going to be, whether or not Nick Chubb plays, it'll be a bonus if he does. Uh, I like the 10.5. Give me Seattle plus 10.5 at Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to go on the other side. Instead of fighting this trend, I'm going to go on the other side on this one and nail it down, hopefully. (laughs) San Francisco 49ers minus 6.5. Unfortunately, I can't say if I win, I win, and if they lose, I win because it's against the Washington Commanders, but I'm hoping I get one there. Uh, I'm going to be the Miami Dolphins game here, minus four and a half. Give me the Dolphins. I think they're welcome to be home. They need to be home and and all that jazz. I'm going to do it. As much as I hate to bet emotional and hard, I just think this is this point where Dallas dump trucks somebody, hopefully, and it's the Eagles. I'll lay the four and a half. Hope they win by six to ten. Anything. I hope they just plain win. But in this game, I hope they uh, they do it. All right. And then the last nope. and final pick for me. Well, you know, Detroit minus two and a half scares me, but they're hot, and I took uh, Jacksonville yesterday based on the same notion. So give me Detroit minus two and a half on the road to the Panthers. Uh, Jared Goff against Sam Darnold. Who's your pick of the week? My absolute pick, lock, smash him, go home, and bet him to the tilt of the week is the Dolphins.
2: Oh, that's a shock. I thought you were going to do Cowgirls.
0: No, can't do the Cowboys because I, Gardner Minshew I got enough, and that Eagles team in general I got enough uh, wow. respect for. I think they are going to fight hard. It's a division game. Miami isn't a division game, but I think Miami really needs to show stuff and get on the right track. I think they'll, they'll get that done. Especially as the early game. All right, so there you go. Well, let me do something here. Brown, Seattle, 49ers, Miami, my lock. Cowboys, not cowgirls. Huh? Oh, whoop, my bad. Yeah, you're no, bad. I'm on a different screen right now,
2: Paul. Sorry, I can't yeah. help you
0: right now. And the Lions minus two and a half.
2: Let's see if I let's see if I can get this right. I'm trying to line all this up proper.
0: That's oh, close enough. look at that. That's close enough.
2: Uh, and then I got to move mine a little bit. I'm sure.
0: You bring a tear to my eye. You're coming of age. Well, no, trying. On the
2: graphics, <laughs> on your ones and twos. No, that ain't going to make it move. Go this way. That ain't going to make it move. I want to move mine, Paul. There we go. There he
0: goes. Whee! All right, so one one snapshot you can take with your phone and see how we do. We'll recap it on Monday's show. Uh, Jake, just for joining and playing today, you get an Odds Brothers t-shirt, which we'll expect you to wear next time you're on the show. And then uh, if you beat one of us in this game, you get a $25 food credit here whenever you might show up in the uh, West Memphis area. And then if not a $50 food credit, if you beat both of us, which you would be only the second person to beat both of us, right?
2: To beat both of us. That's right. Yeah. So a lot
0: riding on the line. And hopefully I get my first seven points. (laughs) Yeah, nobody's got seven in this game either. So whoever were to do that would be the first one. While we're doing that, let's go ahead and take a look at something. Do I have the leaderboards up? What's this one? That's the leaderboard. There you That's go. That's just in general what we're facing right now at 55 yeah. and a half. High risers at 35 and so, the Joes at 30, but they have not played all the weeks that we've played. So. No,
2: the high risers do have a chance. Jake, you have a chance to catch me.
1: Got to creep back here. they got to have a big weekend.
2: <laughs> all right. We got anything else going on, Mark? Nope. Let's see what this button does. Well, well. Don't oh, there's put, the leaderboard. Don't, don't want to put it over Jake here. Yeah, but. you
0: can put it over my face for a second.
2: Well, all right. Well, let's see if I can get but to anyway, it. But anyway,
0: here's our leaders, and our GMOC was the first guy to hang six and beat us. He's the only one to beat us both, actually, in this contest. Kyle, believe it or not, just picked on where he would rather live or visit. So that's how he picked his games, and he got six out of it somehow. Uh, Richie actually put some thought in it and got six last week and then of course Mark and I uh, our highs have been five and we got a ton of people that have gotten five points on this show so uh the leaderboard is where you strive to be mm, yeah and he would actually be the third high riser to hit that so maybe there is something to it in Miami well, maybe we might have to go to Miami and make our picks yeah no there. <laughs> 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 All right, last thing before we go, keep in mind, sign up for the mobile app in Arkansas or Tennessee. If you do, we have $250 waiting for you. If you lose, you'll get that uh, refund up to $250 based on your first bet. You must bet a minimum of 10 I think, right, Mark? That's right. Mine, mine, yep. So uh, as we always say, if you live right along the border here, you're el- eligible in both states. Sign up for Arkansas. Hop over to the Bass Pro parking lot in Tennessee and uh, sign up there. They love it when you just park your car running and they, they look at you very suspiciously. Yeah, take Nick's money. Take Nick's money. Take it big time. That's and right. hopefully I can take it this weekend when Dallas beats the Eagles.
2: Mm. You want that song?
0: Yeah, it'll be the only time we'll hear it. I doubt it. Sing it. Sing it. Get our ass kicked on Saturday. <laughs> all right well it was great having you on jake we hope you have a great holiday uh christmas christmas eve and uh we'll have you on again soon i'm sure
1: look forward to it guys happy holidays! thanks for having me
0: all right and you've been watching the odds brothers podcast live hopefully someday but right now recorded here at the Bentley sportsbook inside south and casino and hotel marcellus I know I'll see you between now and then, but uh, yeah. happy holidays to you and the Same wife as well. Same to you. And we'll see you on Monday with a recap, and hopefully I can wear this jersey in pride. Oh, boy. All right. Peace out, guys. Let's roll it.
1: Thank you for listening to the Odds Brothers Podcast. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Hey. Is this not why you are here? Presented by the Betley Sportsbook. Place your sports bets here from inside Southland Casino or from anywhere in Arkansas at southland.betley.com. Yeah, man, i tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and pointing, click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Be sure to follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Keep in mind, in Arkansas, you must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Please play responsibly. For help quitting, call 1-800-522-4700.